This podcast is brought to you by Simon Vetter, one of the authors of Leading with Vision, the leader's blueprint for creating a compelling vision and engaging the workforce. Please listen to podcast number 681 with Simon and Greg as they discuss how to emotionally engage the new, younger workforce, shape a high-performing culture, and create a business strategy to disrupt your industry. Simon Vetter is an expert on leadership development and behavioral change. With over 20 years of experience in executive education, he has coached and trained leaders from Adobe, Cisco, Dell, Microsoft, Siemens, and many other companies. Learn from Simon what it takes to develop and implement a compelling vision. Please visit the book website at www.leadingwithvisionbook.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. And Elna, every time I do one of my shows, I thank all of my listeners because over the years through the blog posts and the 14 years of doing this and almost 700 podcasts, um, we have quite an audience out there that listens and we want to thank them. Um, Today, joining me from uh, Seattle is Dr. Elna Zinkoff. Uh, Indy uh, is a neuropath, uh, neuropathic doctor, and she has a new book out called Crave Reset, a breakthrough guide for mastering the psychology and physiology of cravings. Good day to you, Dr. Zinkoff. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. It's a great morning. Well, we appreciate having you on the show. And bringing to attention something that I'm sure most of our listeners know about, but probably maybe a different way to approach food cravings. Um, I want to let my listeners know a little more about you, Elna. uh, Elna Zinkoff is passionate about helping people uh, live an active, vibrant, and healthy life. Her background as a competitive athlete has led her into the world of sports medicine an emphasis on using nutrition for performance and most innovative and efficient basic techniques for pain management. Um, She practices functional medicine, provides treatment at Summit Sports and Spine uh, that aim to restore all aspects of health. Her specialties include digestive health, hormonal imbalances, including thyroid and adrenal dysfunction, weight loss, and nutritional injection therapies. Um, she offers an individualized approach to focus on patient education and provides high quality service and experience. Uh, her work's been featured in Climbing Magazine, and she continues to be the le- leading expert in the field of nutrition and neuropathic medicine. Uh, she is not, she, when she's not practicing medicine, she can be found in the backcountry skiing, climbing, cycling, running, hiking, spending time with her family. She's currently working on multiple publications to improve general understanding of health and people make the best decision when it comes to wellness. Well, it's a pleasure having you on the show. And, you know, I actually do some work uh, for Mayo Clinic and a company called 24 Life, um, which Uh is an application that goes into companies, help the employees become healthier. And I think one of the issues that we always find is, you know, these food cravings and cravings that people have And it's either sugar or salty food, or it's a a myriad of things, but probably the leading one is sugar. Um, Mm -hmm. If you were 
you know, speaking to somebody as a patient right now, pretend that we were doing that and they had a big sugar craving and you knew their background in history, what advice would you be giving them? So sugar is a really big craving and it is common for people to experience a strong urge to have sugar. And I have to say that it is a hard habit to break sometimes because of the impact that it has on our brain health and our, and also our gut health. And so whenever somebody has a sugar craving, what I like to do is I like to take a look at how they're currently eating to make sure that they're getting plenty of whole foods in their diet, to make sure that they're feeding good, good, good bacteria. And I also want to make sure that they're not fueling their sugar cravings with other habits that like to tag along like excessive alcohol consumption. And as a doctor, I always like to take a look at what's happening internally. So if somebody has really bad sugar cravings, you know, in my book, I talk about how the things that we eat fuel the kind of gut bacteria that proliferate the gut. And so when we eat more sugar, that's the kind of bacteria that's going to grow in our gut, which then will promote more sugar consumption. And so I like to take a look at what kind of gut bacteria do we have? Because then we can understand what dietary recommendations we should pursue, um, which usually involves cutting out the sugar, cutting out the processed carbohydrates, and really sticking with it long-term. Because I think the issue that we see is that people will do something for let's say 14 days, 30 days, and then they want to be cured. But in reality, it takes a little while to break that habit. And I know that from a personal and a professional experience. Well, you know, one of the things that people deal with, I think, um, frequently is, and it's talked about all the time, now these drug companies are on it, is uh, irritable bowel syndrome, right? And mm-hmm. I know as a naturopath doctor, you're going to look at that and speak about, you know, the flatulence that somebody has, the irregular mm-hmm. bowel movements that they have. And we know that the gut, other than the heart, is, I would say it's probably the first because they're connected together. Um, right. Most important area. Speak with us if you would, because there's a little talk in media about the connection between the heart and the, the gut. And then right. the reality that the emotional well-being of people really plays into what's going on in the gut as well. Right. Well, that is such a great topic to talk about because 80% of your serotonin, the feel-good neurotransmitter, the neurotransmitter that you know helps you experience pleasure and good mood and happiness, 80% of it is produced in your gut. And when you have a gut microbiome imbalanced or when you have inflammation in the gut or when you're eating food that is not getting absorbed, you're not producing 80% of that serotonin that then makes you feel good and makes you feel happy and makes you feel less anxious. And there's a huge connection between the gut, the brain, and then our emotional well-being, the heart. Because if you take a look at, you know, in first year of medical school, all the doctors study the human body inside and out. And 
if you were to take a look at the human body on the inside, you see that there are so many neural connections to the gut. And there are multiple layers of muscle that make up the gut lining. So when you feel tense, all those neural connections will make your gut contract. And they can also, you know, instigate either, you know, with IBS, some people either have everything come out quickly and some people have, you know, some people get constipated. So different people process emotions differently, but it is still very much dictated by the health of our gut because what happens is that gut bacteria are not just there to ferment your food for you. They are there producing neurochemicals like serotonin. They're there secreting hormones. And all of that in turn dictates how you feel, impacts your food cravings and food preferences, and, um, you know, impacts your mood. So you you actually at your website you sell uh-huh. um crave reset which is that's the title of the book and that's what we're talking uh-huh. about here and it's a formula designed and it's got tyrosine and 5 htp that you say uh-huh. facilitates natural serotonin and dopamine production besides right. that particular compound which is in this what's yeah. in this particular compound to help people reset and actually reduce those cravings. So the reason why that formula in particular has the 5-HTP, which is a serotonin precursor, that's the building block for for serotonin, and tyrosine, which is the building block for dopamine. The reason why that in particular, and I'll talk about um, some of the other nutrients that are in there, which speaks more to the hormonal component of cravings, but some people have less production of serotonin and dopamine, and some people have more. And the impulsivity of cravings can depend on the amount of serotonin and dopamine that we have circulating in the system. So, you know, drugs like the SSRIs, what they do is that they impact the availability of serotonin circulating in the system, but they have, a, have, they have a huge dependency. They have big side effects and you never want to come off, come off of them. So, so introducing something like 5-HTP or tyrosine can be a really more of a gentle way to correct a neurochemical imbalance. And so going back to how do they help reset the cravings? One of the reasons that people experience strong urge for whether it's sugar, alcohol, or whatever other addicting behavior is directly can be directly linked to a serotonin or serotonin or dopamine relationship. And so, whenever we take sugar, that creates a, ser- a serotonin spike. So we feel really good for 10 seconds, and then we feel guilty. And then dopamine is what actually reinforces the behavior to continue eating the chocolate chip cookie or the chocolate or whatever. And so in order for us to balance out the serotonin without the negative aspect of sugar, you know, that formula contains the serotonin precursor to help you balance your neurotransmitters and contains the tyrosine to help you reinforce positive behavior with the dopamine. And 
that helps to break the negative habit. So you're no longer relying when your body naturally has good sources of serotonin and dopamine. You're no longer, you no longer have to rely on outside sources to create that spike in serotonin and dopamine. And then the other um, ingredients like rhodiola and some of the B vitamins, they really help with adrenal function. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I, that I talk about in my book is that if you're experiencing um, really bad sugar or salt cravings, that's a really good time to think about what is happening with your thyroid and your adrenal gland. And so radiola has been used for centuries, especially in traditional Chinese medicine, as a really a tonifying herb that helps your adrenals function properly. And the adrenal gland, you know, people just think about cortisol, and cortisol is really important, and that's what really drives our sugar levels. Um, cortisol, you know, it has kind of, it has three, I would say three main components. One, it's our saber-toothed tiger stress hormone. So when you, you know, I talk in my book, it's like when you read a bad email or you hear the bad news, you know, your cortisol jumps up. It's our stress hormone. And number one, it needs to increase your blood sugar levels. Mm-hmm. Number two, it regulates inflammation and then and also impacts um, immunity, which is number three. And so cortisol is a really important hormone to talk about, but the adrenal glands that do a lot more, they also um, help produce sex hormones like estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And so including herbs like rhodiola can be really helpful in balancing your stress response. In, I, would, I would have to rephrase that and say and facilitate a proper stress response and kind of protect the adrenal glands from the daily stress because when we're stressed, you know, we don't necessarily go for the kale. We tend to go for things that will bring instant gratification like sugar or something salty and crunchy. So that formula in particular that I have designed, it's really meant to work twofold. One, it's supposed to regulate the neurochemical serotonin and dopamine so that you reduce that impulsivity um, of reaching for you know, the, the junk food and the then, also, food, help yeah. you, and then yeah. also help you manage stress better. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I think that, you know, you, for our listeners that are out there, um, you can go to her website. Um, actually you've got a free 14 day detox, um, uh-huh. for 14 day crave reset sugar detox, which I'm sure is a downloadable guide. Um, uh-huh. so they can get that there. And we will put um, it's proactivehealthnd.com uh, is where they can get that. Also, I wanted to ask you about this. You in your practice are using a Sprectocell micronutrient test analysis for actually testing the blood. And right. this it is not something that most people are going to get at their average MD um, if they go to them. They're going to need to go to a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor or whatever. Um, uh-huh. Speak with us, would if you would, a little bit about the importance of that test, because it seems to be that the lab results from that blood test are kind of this comprehensive nutrient analysis, and it allows you to get a pathway uh, to diagnose people better. Would that be correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of my favorite tests, because how do you know which nutrients does your body really need? 
And SpectraCell has a wonderful test where we take a look at your white blood cells. And white blood cells are a great medium to use to see how many nutrients uh, or the amount of nutrients that you have available for the cells to use. So what they do is they actually take your white blood cells, they submerge them in the medium that let's say contains like vitamin B6, for example, if we're testing for like a B6 deficiency. And depending on how much of B6 the cell uptakes, we can determine um, the deficiency of that nutrient. And so SpectraCell does this complete panel where we're looking at B vitamins, antioxidants like vitamin E, C, glutathione, and then it even looks at insulin and fructose and glucose sensitivity. So it's a really nice comprehensive test because I like to talk about how, you know, even early in my medical education career, I had a wonderful physiology professor who said, it, you're not just what you eat, you are what you absorb as well. And so I think as good of food that we can get access to sometimes, it really comes down to how well are we absorbing those nutrients because that's what our cells need. Our, our cells need the B vitamins to, to produce ATP, which is the energy molecule. Our cells need antioxidants to help protect the cell lining so that um, they, don't, you know, they don't get damaged. And there's so many, and you know, we need the nutrients for cell replication, like vitamin D12. And there are so many nutrients that we need that we might necessarily be getting from our diet. And then, you know, the supplement world is filled with all sorts of supplements that um, people, you know, should technically should be on. And I agree that some nutrients, you know, you pee them out. It's really hard to get too many of them. But I think the spectra cell micronutrient test provides a really nice baseline for how you're currently eating, fueling, and then, you know, the test provides a representation of how well are you absorbing your nutrients. And so whenever I work with my clients, I do recommend that that is a good starting point before I prescribe supplements to see, do they need more B12 or vitamin B6? What about their antioxidants? You know, are they in a good level? Because frequently when people complain about feeling tired or getting frequent colds, when we take a look at that test, it usually reveals things like low antioxidant levels, low B vitamins, low magnesium, things like that. Yeah, and I'm sure that that test is a, a real good indicator. And I'm sure that also for my listeners, I, I don't think it's just me, but you know, I've been vegetarian for a long time and I go back mm -hmm. and forth. But we, we look at vegan, we look at vegetarian, we look at people that mm -hmm. are on these paleo diets, we look at all these things that have come about. If you were speaking to a general audience, which you are today, um, about the mixed messages that come across our transit all the time from media and people trying to sell you this and that and the other thing. What are three sound pieces of advice you would give to people about shifting their diets, period, um, so that they're healthier, um, happier, and is in any kind of supplements you would, you know, generally think people should take? Yeah, that's great. I would love to share that with the listeners. Um, 
some things that they can take away and apply directly into their lives. So tip number one would be find what works for you and stick with it because I work with many people who are in either the paleo diet or the keto diet or they're vegan. And, you know, as long as it works for you, keep up with that because I've had some people that um, are vegan and are actually professional athletes and feel amazing. And so um, we continue, you know, working around that. And then I have some people who go from being omnivores to being vegan and they feel, and they feel awful and they're bloated and they just don't feel good. And so we have to kind of reverse engineer and get them back to a state of feeling good. So find what works for you, not what works for me to 10 other 10,000 other people. And how do you find what works for you? Go by how you feel. If you introduce a food and it resonates with your body, use it. If, if you in, introduce a food um, or a product and it doesn't resonate with your body or you don't see a difference, then it's probably not the best thing for you. And so I frequently talk about, you know, food elimination and um, el- eliminating the food for at least six weeks or a product to see if, it, um, if there's a direct um, impact on your health, wellness, mood, and well-being. And I think tip number two, um, there's a big recommendation that people supplement with collagen. And I've seen great results with collagen supplementation. I do have to um, say that, you know, again, absorbency is not that great whenever we take things internally. Um, I wish we could just put everything through IV therapy, (laughs) and that way we would make sure that everything gets absorbed, but we're not there yet. We can't put everything through IV. And so, but there are, there, there have been, and I've seen this clinical clinically that people do tend to have good response um, with collagen supplementation, um, specifically for joint health, um, muscle recovery, because a, a great majority, I think it's about 70% of um, your protein is actually in collagen form. So so collagen supplementation can be really nice. And now there's options for people, you know, who are vegetarian or vegan. You get um, more of the marine peptides. And then there's also, you know, collagen for people um, who are, who eat everything. So that would be number two. And I think my, the tip number three is it can be really overwhelming when you see marketing ads for, you know, create a beautiful life in 30 days or eat this, not that, or if you do this, you'll be the healthiest person in the world. So it's, it's hard not to get overwhelmed with feeling like you need to do every little thing to keep yourself healthy. And so what I like to say is focus on the story that you are telling yourself throughout the day. You know, we talk about the heart and the mental, emotional aspect of health and how important it is and how our mental, emotional wellness directly impacts our physical well-being. And from, a, from my professional clinical experience, you know, I hear a lot of stories. I hear good stories. I hear bad stories. Mm-hmm. I, hear empo- I hear empowering stories from people. And so, one of the things that I encourage people to do is regardless where you are in, on your health journey or personal professional journey, really pay attention to the verbiage that you're using to describe yourself, your relationships, your work. And there's something to be said about choosing different language when it comes yeah, to positive, positive self-talk. Yeah. We, 
we speak about yeah. that a lot here on Inside Personal Growth. And I think the listeners know the importance of affirmations, visualization, positive self-talk. It's uh, the question yeah. is, it, I think the key is practicing it. You know, it's one thing to talk Absolutely. about all of this. It's another thing to actually have the motivation. I think some people wait until desperation to get the motivation. Um, and unfortunately, right. that's not when you should be doing it because sometimes you've done damage not only to your body, but you've done also <laughs> nothing's yeah. uh, can be is a point where it can't be reversed. It can be one of the things I want to talk about because it is an area that is is frequently talked about. And you know, we have all these Fitbits we wear and Garmin's and these devices that measure steps and they measure our sleep. And that is the sleep issue. Um, it comes up a lot. Uh, it's like, okay, so if you go back in history and you look at many of the great inventors of time, they only, they only slept for like four hours, right? Um, yeah. You know, uh, Benjamin Franklin and all of these people would, you know, go into an alpha state and then have a rock drop in a bucket, right? How important is sleep today? Because people are saying, okay, well, I have to have, you know, I have to have 10 hours. Well, no, it is. But the reality of sleep and the correlation between sleep and actual stress. Yeah. Um, sleep is very individual. Some people thrive on very little sleep and some people thrive on eight to 10 hours. And it really, and it really depends on your lifestyle. If you are somebody who has, high levels of stress throughout the day, chances are your body might need more than just four hours of sleep to recover because sleep is really important for recovery. And, you know, the, the times that Benjamin Franklin lived in are quite different than they are now. You know, we're bombarded with technology, with emails, with lights, um, with people throughout the day. And so it's really hard to compare you know, us now to even a hundred years ago because we had different stressors, different issues. Um, but there is a direct correlation between sleep, stress, and cortisol. So if you're not getting plenty of sleep, I shouldn't say plenty, if you're not getting the sleep that your body needs, that's going to increase your cortisol levels because that puts you in a fight or flight mode. And when you, when you have increased cortisol levels, that's where we see a lot of resistance, inflammatory conditions, weight gain, things like that. And I, you know, there's a lot of, there's a, there's this trend on biohacking sleep so that people only sleep like for one hour. And in the end, I don't think that's a great recommendation for the general population because there are, not many people that will do well on one to two hours of sleep. Um, and those people that I do see who do only function one to two hours of sleep are my clients and they come to me for stress management because their cortisol is either way too low, which is their adrenal glands have given up on them or way too high, which is they're in a constant fight or flight mode. So I think that the best, you know, one of the recommendations is, to practice stress management techniques so that you might have to rely on less sleep because sleep is really about recovery and your brain the only time that it has a chance to detox is during the sleep because what happens so we have the um we have the lymph system right we have um 
arterial blood, we have venous blood, and then we have the lymph system that removes all the gunk and helps the immune system function. And then the brain actually has what's called glimpse. So it's kind of the lymph system for the brain. And during sleep, your neurons, they actually shrink to allow the glimpse to flow throughout the brain and to remove any of the waste. So, and that happens several times throughout the night. So if you think about it, if you're only allowing, if you're keeping your brain active for a long time and you're only getting a few hours of sleep, you might not actually be able to detox the brain quite as well. So, and there's been a lot of studies done about this and there's even, there's TED Docs out there that people can listen to about this. But sleep is really important for um, for performance, for recovery and to help you manage stress. Well, you know, there is a plethora of, of what I want to say, um, ideas that are packed into your book, not only ideas, but <laughs> recipes, um, uh, ways to reduce this, what we call crave reset. You've got the sugar detox program, which people can download, which by the way, is also at the back of the book as well. Uh-huh. Um, she gives awesome recipes. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to, tell my listeners, highly recommend uh, if you want to understand from a neuropathic standpoint um, how you would approach this um, from a function functional medicine doctor, how you would actually approach this, which in my estimation is the only way to really approach this. Um, definitely go uh, to Elna's website and it is proactive health nd.com great website by the way um (laughs) up there you can find out more about her the services the store the supplements she's got a great health blog as well um so you could go to that health blog and look at some of the things that she's blogging about some of the things we talked about on today's show as well uh and her book dr elna zinuk i want to make sure i'm saying it right make sure Tell me. Oh, it's, it's, it's Zinkoff. <laughs> Zinkoff. ND, a breakthrough guide for mastering the psychology and physiology of cravings. It's called Crave Reset. And if there's something in here that you're craving, she's going to give you a reset for it. And you're not only going to get the reset, you're going to get the actual um, uh, recipes as well to help you with that. Um, can they contact you directly through your website if they're interested in a consult as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. We do offer, we see people in Seattle and also a lot of our clients are fr- from different parts of the country and the world as well. Okay. So they actually can do a consult with you via, you know, Skype or something like that or FaceTime if they wanted to? Yes, absolutely. And we can talk about some of the recommendations um, about the testing that can be available to them. And so we're really good about um, troubleshooting using whatever resources are available for people. Well, I'm going to tell my listeners, go out to Amazon, get the book, Crave Reset. Um, Go to her website, proactivehealthnd.com. Check it out. Um, It's a great book. I've had an awesome time speaking with you, Elna, about this. Um, And if you live in the Seattle area and you're listening to this, um, set up a time to go in and have an appointment with Elna. 
uh, for a consultation. Alma, thanks so much for being on the show today and spending a little time with our listeners speaking about your new book called Crave Reset. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. And I, you know, really the goal with this is to help people reach their potential. So I, I absolutely love this time here. Oh, not a problem at all. We love having you on. We love having uh, physicians on that are speaking about how to help make, make people healthier and more vibrant in their life. No matter what their current lifestyles, maybe they can make a shift and look at a new perspective, both physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. That is the heart and soul of our program. Thanks so much, Elna. Thank you. 